Keep my name out your mouth. Now listen up. The tradition of Festivus begins with, with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. But now it's back to the lab. So would you please listen, 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 listen. Happy Festivus, everyone! Hello, hello, and welcome to a very, very special 44th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by APIT.net and Audio Technica, and I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan 8 Bit. As per usual, I'm joined by my two part oh three, I should say. My maths is great today. Three partners in crime going from left to right. Reese Kirby, Sam Abraham, Ali Hart, who can also be found respectively at Reese 8 Bit, 8 Bit Sam, and Miss Ali Hart. How you going today, my people? Yeah. Well You could say that I'm a little bit flabbergasted. Oh, touche! <laughs> He's he delivered it. it straight off the bat. But then again, you know, I'm not much of a geriatric. <sighs> Mate. He, he's had this in the pipe all week. Shout out to the last podcast. Yes, yes. You want to talk about airing of grievances? <laughs> <laughs> so we're here. It's a Saturday, as per usual. We're going to uh, do something a little bit different this week than we have in... In previous episodes, we're going to do a Festivus episode. For the rest of us. For the rest of us. Festivus for the rest of us. We're still working out the feats of strength. There's going to be some kind of game challenge, potentially. We've got the pole in the corner. We do have the pole in the corner. I reckon we should have a toe wrestle. Ooh, that could get pretty pretty crazy pretty quickly, I'd say. I do have monkey toes. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're the underdog of the toe wrestling situation. my, My right foot, I've got a lot of more... Flexibility and functionality and control over my right toes. Like I why? Can, What's what? I don't know, but I can like spread them out and close them individually and pick you've up been, things. You've been doing something with your right toe, you <laughs> know, and pick up <laughs> your whole life. Yeah. Jeez, mate. That's what do you uh, reckon is the smallest thing you could pick up with your toes? There's a lineup for a joke there. I know, I know. Maybe like a paperclip. A paperclip. What about yeah, a five cent piece? Hold on. Small's easy. Small's easy. It's it's like the bigger, more awkward oh, the things strength. that are harder to grasp with. What toes. do you reckon is the biggest thing? I reckon I could pick up a dinner plate with my toes. Can, I was gonna. I was gonna you say throw a dinner plate with a, like a degree of accuracy with like your a toes? frisbee. Yeah, I yeah. reckon I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could give that a go. Yeah. I reckon I could pick up my empty suitcase if it was zipped up by the handle. Whoa, that's a that's a bulky item. Feats of strength. There you go. Mm. That's what we're gonna do. There we go. Toe wrestling Literally feats slash of strength. Picking up stuff. Anyway, what has been going on? It's been quite the week. Yeah, I'm dying. I've week. got the man flu, so yep, I, I might not see Christmas. I nearly died. Like, legitimately, I was faced with my own mortality because I had a toothache. So it was just like... Oh, that's right. Teeth are the worst. Yeah. They are like, legit the worst. Just, I mean, oh man, I was like shaking in pain. Not fun. So I haven't had any time to do any editing for Kerbo Quest. So sorry about that. Um, but but what, what a smashing <laughs> success of a day, I think. I think we all had fun. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was quite an experience. Yeah. An experience. It was quite the spread. And we had yeah. uh, many a drink of ginger beer. We had goblin's blood and we dwarven, had dwarven fight, fight juice. juice. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'm still partially drunk from those dwarven fight juices. You're in a state. I was very surprised that you kept drinking them because I thought that you would have one and be like, oh, that's nice. I'm just going to drink normal things now. No. But you're like, nah, give me seven more. And I was you like, you oh, got to embrace embrace the quest. Yeah. No, that's no, great. I yeah. figured uh, old Fanger, and he's a big fan of the dwarven fight juice, so... <laughs> Come hella high water, this is my poison for the no, night. Everyone did well, and Dusty included. Yes. Dusty was amazing. What do you think, Ali? We, we were sort of we're virgins to this D&D realm, it, so we were pretty uncertain of what was going to happen. Yeah, um, trying to dabble beforehand in all the different variations of D&D, and I don't think anything could have prepared me for uh, no. the results of Kerbo <laughs> Quest. Um, but it was... It was wonderfully unique and a very great outcome, I believe. So I think the listeners are going to have a very interesting time listening to this. Yeah, we should have something ready for you in the next week or so. It was a hell of a lot of fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun. I know it was hell of fun. Speaking from my own impressions of it, when we first dove in, there was a little bit of hesitation. You weren't sure when to jump in or what to say because there is that role play ad lib aspect. Yeah. But as and the fight juices took their effect, that's it. A couple, mm. couple of dwarvens down, and I was, I was ready. And there was some memorable, memorable, memorable moments. Sam trying to hijack pretty well. Everything we did was always. I didn't really fun. do that. He was. Uh, oh, there's a special term that you can use for it. It's called like um, trolling. asshole trolling, like direct, <laughs> oh, yeah. direct movement or something. I think it's called because uh, it's like uh, usually the player will say, "Oh, I want to pick up this thing," but. Um, Instead of that, Sam was being like, I pick up this thing and I set the entire building on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And and I sort of had to be like, well, no. (laughs) Yeah. No, I just killed something, didn't I? What did I say? You you tried to kill um, Barrett the Parrot, or Barrett the Macaw. Yeah, but I feel like (laughs) fucking everyone did, no? Like, I wasn't the only one. You tried tried to have a go, Barrett. Dusty was like, Proper but I let you have a go. On my shoulder. He was devil on my shoulder. Like well, I think you should kill him. I, I, it I wasn't on you your shoulder. <laughs> Don't spoil it. It's people are gonna listen. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I'm excited to actually hear some of it back and, and see if it was as hysterical as I remember well, without the haze of dwarven fight juice around my brain now. Like, so yeah. But, but also glad you're still alive, Reese. Yeah. You made it through your toothache. No, I made it through. It was literally like. I know it sounds like just a toothache, but it's literally like some of the worst pain I've ever had. No, you got to get them checked out, ASAP. Yeah. Otherwise, they can be quite quite tough on, on yeah, the old uh, mouth. That, that hole every six months to see the dentist, that's legit. I, I realise, yeah, you have, to, you have to keep your chompers maintained because the money they cost and the pain they give you, you know, you only got one set of proper fangs. You need, nah, to, you need to look after them. Just 3D print me a new bunch, fam. Just sort me out. Yeah, just just some dentures. Yeah. Just, you know, bring me that 21st century fifth element teeth plant bullshit. Mm. Just put it in. Like I don't a set wanna... of dentures. Yeah, but like hectic ones. You want those Matt Dillon like teeth in there, green. something about Mary. Yeah, just something real like, Those you know, big um, juicy fruit looking pieces yeah. of chewing gum just all through your mouth. I don't think about them anymore, you know. Just, just uh, that's all I want. Just, just some that. good chompers. Yeah, some good chompers mm. and some more fight juice. I, um had to find something to do last night because my wife was hanging out with her girlfriend. So I was like, oh, that's, that's all right. You know, I'm still recovering. I'll take a night to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, went and got Infinite Warfare. Yes. Tell me. Let's talk. First of all, let's talk about EB Games at the galleries <laughs> in Sydney. <laughs> There's a guy there. His name is Josh. 
And are we shouting out to Josh or are we throwing shade? Very not much, not oh, shouting out okay. to Josh. Have you ever played? <laughs> f- are we, are we, should we wait for Festivus to really kick off before we do this? Or? <laughs> this is the pre-Festivus. This is, Festivus. This is always rolled you're, up. You're the only person I know that seems to have run-ins with general retail staff. Like, well, most I, people just buy their shit and leave. I you am Larry David. Have a story. He's me. Like you know when Larry David. I'm sure that's what he says as well. In, in curb your enthusiasm when he buys the GPS. Isn't it and curb your enthusiasm? Yeah. I was going to say curb your yeah. enthusiasm. Yeah. You know when he so like he buys the GPS and it's got one of those um, those sealed plastic packets and he's he can't open it because there's no perforation so he's like trying to rip it and then he's like getting the scissors and he cuts it and then like because the plastic is cut it cuts his hand and he like screams that's me that's my entire life just there's a there's a fucking problem with everything i try to do anyway you remember about four months ago uh i went trading some games and pick up i think it was overwatch or something oh yeah and and you (laughs) pre-ordered yeah but not by choice Mm. Um, I had $10 left over and this guy, Josh, like forced me to put it onto a pre-order. And I, I was like, look, it's not that bad. I can use it. What, you know, any other thing went to a bunch of different other stores and they're like, yeah, no, you can't do that. You have to use the credit at gallery. So I was like, fuck. Okay. So then I made the time to go to galleries, you know, and to go there and you know, my little, my little hack, my little cheat, you know that little price match thing I oh, like yeah. to do, you right? for that price match. You know, shout out to EB Games Ashfield, um, the manager there, I don't know her name, but she's fantastic. She lets me price match anything. Never have an issue with her whatsoever. You know, she's a star player. She should be, you know, somewhere like regional or head office or whatever. Anyway, getting back to our friend Josh. Josh, okay, Josh is the guy that you play Monopoly with who knows all the secret rules off by heart. And you I didn't can't even know have there was fun. a secret rule. There's, there's a bunch of like rules that no one talks about. Same with Scrabble. There's a bunch of rules that no one really knows, or you know, but mm. but they're in that book and they're in like the fine print. He knows the fine print back to front. Okay. And he's the guy who just zaps all the fun out of everything that you try to have fun with. Because I went in there, I'm like, oh, you know, I get this uh, Call of Duty, and um, I was thinking maybe I could I could price match it um, to to target. Oh, no. See, uh, you have to price match it with a shop that's in the same shopping center or within 10 kilometers. And as you can see from this map, which he pulls out, the nearest target... From the galleries, there's a target at Broadway, which is fucking 2Ks up the road. It's one fucking meter outside the radius. And he's, oh, what he's, does he go he's via got, the rest of Sydney? He's got this like circle drawn around his shop, and he's like, "Yeah, so you can see the targets oh. like outside." So um, I won't, I won't be doing that today. Yeah, you know. And no, I would have told him to get fucked, Josh. I'll fucking kill you. Um, yeah. Anyway, it was four dollars that I that I missed out on oh. in terms of savings. Right, well, fair so enough. I let it go this time. I, I would have paid the extra two dollars for scratch protection, grabbed the disc, just scratched it all over the floor, and said, "Give me another game." Oh, but like seriously, it just—you <laughs> can't. It's not how it works win with this guy. He's like some <clears throat> non-giving up EB guy. They're quite relentless, EB. Uh, Every other EB I go to is amazing. Everyone I talk to is fun, but this one guy, oh, Josh, he's like Brian from Office Space with the fifteen pieces of flair. He's like you just want to fucking like just oh, just want to beat Gosh. you at Mario Kart okay, or something. But anyway, how'd you go with the Infinite Warfare? Yeah, getting back to that. <laughs> um, my, like, wow, what a fantastic game. Yes. Great. Brilliant game. The really? campaign is better than Titanfall for me. Oh, 
I, mm, see, this is where we're going to butt heads maybe a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Call of Duty campaign uh, is it's a step up from all the other campaigns. It's got more action. It's got more cutscenes. It's got more quick time events. It's got you know really full on shit happening. I'll it's say like one thing too. Graphically, it looks beautiful. yeah, like you know, especially when you run around on like Jupiter and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's like a Michael Bay <clears throat> film happening like oh yeah on your face yeah. as you're trying to play games. And it's very, very like lots visual. Of and, yeah, like lots of explosions. But I found that um, playing it, a lot of the regular gameplay of running around shooting, a lot of that was kind of taken away um, because I found that I would be running around and there'd be a bunch of enemies. And I was like, cool, let's get the gun out, let's shoot them. And you'd shoot them for a good 10 or 15 seconds. And then like one of the other players or your squad mates like Ethan and stuff like that press a button and they would get sucked out of an exhaust fume or yeah that that did happen probably maybe a half dozen times come and like (coughs) explode into them and it's like well what's the point of me being here if you're just gonna you know to save the universe but also like uh, I definitely would um, hit you up on the fact that the parkour element in Titanfall 2 is like 10 times better oh yeah yeah, but they don't. They don't really. Apart from in the multiplayer in the campaign, you don't do a whole lot of parkour. You do. I think I remember doing four wall runs. You're doing a lot of cool zero gravity in space battles, though, where you're using your grapple hook to pull to like a little random floating bit of debris, and then you're upside down shooting a guy, yeah. and he's floating around. Those in, parts are really cool. That's in, in Titanfall. No, in Infinite, Infinite Warfare. Warfare. Yeah. Okay. The space bits, like there is a lot of space. Craft battle. Yeah, I think there's probably too much because I did. Classic. Did you do all the? I did every single side quest in there. So you know I how you can go to the. It. No, I'm just. I'm like not even. Yeah, because you go to all these remote moons and you have other space battles and things. I did them all. Every I, single one. I have no mm. desire to pick this game up. Mm. Should I though? Like, it's I, good fun. No, I'll just lend I you heard, mine. It's not a I Sam Abraham game. I like COD. I'll like, lend I've, you mine. I've, I've played the campaign. previous CODs, but um, I haven't yeah. enjoyed a COD in a long time, so yeah. Yeah. What was um. It wasn't Modern Warfare 2, it was... Black Ops? Black Ops. Black Ops was amazing to yeah. me. I'll, I'll lend Ops you 3. my copy of Infinite Warfare. Play the campaign, because it was super fun for me. Okay. As I said, it was like Star Wars meets Alien Colonial Marines meets bit of Fifth Element in there. Bit of It's just crazy sci-fi fun. Cool. With hoo-ha, can... bromance, military types. I haven't played any of the that. multiplayer yet, and I'm yet to do that, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably give that a good crack. But I've been playing the Titanfall multiplayer. You know, it's just I'm really hooked on that. I can't, I it's can't stop crazy fun. Love it. So crazy, good. So much fun. fun. Especially when you're playing with your crew. Yeah. Super yeah. fun. So I've been doing that. Okay. Yeah. Ali, mm. what have you been up to? Um, I didn't get around to too much gaming, but there was this one little gem that I found on Steam. Um, it's called uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Hey. And it's your basic, like, kind of, like, dungeon traveling kind of game. But um, it's got this added element where you actually have to move to the beat of the music. And then it amplifies, like, how many coins and currency and stuff. And the music's adorable. And the characters are great. They're all linked to certain music styles and stuff like that. And it's just, it's a really silly concept. But I freaking love it. It's addictive. I died a million times but it's so much fun i've heard really think, good things about yeah. it you you get penalized if you're off beat like, yeah because you have to fight monsters in there yeah. and like what do you do like you move onto their square to attack them in beat with 
or in time yeah, to be. Yeah, so it, it's good. Like at the bottom of the screen, it has your like because your heart is taken by the necro dancer. So like that's why you're compelled to move to the beat. So it has uh, a, it has your heart down the bottom and it shows you the beats like okay. you know in any kind of like rhythm game. Yeah. So you know like I play with keyboards so you know each time you've got to move into the beat. And when it comes to attacking it is pretty much just like obviously walking towards the enemy and stuff and you can upgrade weapons to bombs to giant swords and there's like a little shopkeep and he's just adorable because he sings he's doing opera singing so was, it's it's great it's, it's a little little gem but i freaking love it was this a black friday pickup um no 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 i, th- I think it actually came out oh i don't I, know when it came out actually. it's been out i think it's been out for at least six months mm. at least actually i'll google it's, it it's been getting a lot of good reviews like i remember <clears throat> josh from okay games played this and absolutely loved it and it's it's something that's been on my radar, but I've just never got around to it. But yeah, hearing no. a little bit more, it's like, you know, it could be... Because it's, it's, it's not a massively long game, is it? Well, or? as a person that's been dying frequently, it, it's been pretty long for me. But I, it's it was one of those games where I started playing it and I'm like, I'll just play a few rounds. And I just, I'm like, oh, another round. I'll stuff it. Another round. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. It's just like one of those things where you just want to play something but you don't want to get too involved into it. So. I was I was way off. Release dates April 23, 2015. Oh, oh shit. Uh, so 10 out of 10 Steam rating though. Yeah. Cuz there is another game that came <clears throat> out which is I think it was like I think it was like kind of like the whole Final Fantasy like style fighting, but then it also was like rhythm dancing as well. I've got to find out what that one was called, but I saw I came across that one the other day on Steam and I've got to Look into mm. that. I love rhythm mm. games, as I've showed you on that other game. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, indeed. So, um, Do you have, like, a favourite rhythm game? Because uh, I really like Patapon on PSP. Mm, I'm trying to think what has been my favourite rhythm game. All I think of is Parappa the Rapper from, like, Did you hear there's rumours? There's rumours that they might be making really? that again. Maybe, yeah. Hell yeah. I, we've got to find out with um, like PSX this weekend. So. Eight Mile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Press X for mum's spaghetti. <laughs> he was a little puppy dog, wasn't he? Yeah. Parappa with a little rapper. orange beanie. It was like a little orange or red beanie. Thing. Or, yeah, remember. orangey red beanie. Yeah. Back in the 90s. How much was Crypt of the Necro Dancer? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, it was gifted to me, so... Oh, yeah. what? It was gifted no to me. No one gives anything to me on Steam. I, I don't have a Steam. You haven't even accepted my friend request on Steam, you haven't I? I think... So. <laughs> and that's the best thing about Steam, is that like, sometimes I... The things that I really give people is like I like to give people like um, shower with your dad simulator and like <laughs> like those kind of games. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, pass the site, mate. <laughs> <laughs> those are the great games that yeah. you just like because they're not they don't cost much anyway. And so if you know your friends just online gaming, it's like oh you've received a gift from Ali mm-hmm. and it's just like shower with your dad and it's just yeah. like what the fuck. <laughs> like the idea that someone got you this ten out of ten game, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Mm-hmm. And in return, you just gave him a show with your dad. <coughs> did I didn't you, say that. Did you just get some good Black Friday bargains over the weekend and Cyber Monday and all that? No, I didn't pick anything up. I grabbed nothing. And I was I was eyeing a few things off, including the Battlefield 1 mm-hmm. Titanfall 2 double. Yeah. Um, they <coughs> haven't sold really well. No, no. They haven't sold well at all, which I, is I, why they're I did the, um, pricing themselves. I did the Dishonored 2, Watch Dogs 2 stack from Target, and they were like 90 bucks combined delivered. Watch, Dog 2, Watch Dogs 2 is apparently pretty good. That's what I'm going to be cracking in over Christmas break. Yeah. But um, I had this one good deal from itch.io where I paid... You know, they do the good bundles where you 
donate to a certain level and it goes to, to charity what, irrespective. Like yeah, similar to that. So they did this good bundle where if you donated $5, I think you got 20 games. You donated 10, you got 50. But mm. if you donated 20, you got 170 games. Jesus. So I dropped wow. 20 bucks and I've got 170 games here. A lot of them are sort of smaller indie-based titles that I'm not completely across, but I'm going to dive into a few of these and give it a go. But they've got ones like Killing Time at Lightspeed, which is a bit of an indie darling this year. And a lot of similar games in that vein that are on there. So, yeah, itch.io. I don't know if the, the deal's still going, but it was 20 bucks US, so what, 24 Australian? 170 games. It's pretty So sick. I've got them all. That's solid amount. There'll be some duds, but they can't all be duds. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So so I got that, those two. And then I picked up, what well, we're probably a little bit, you're a lot more excited than I am about it, but Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. I actually finally out. had a good dealing with my EB Games compadre i went there because it wasn't josh from galleries that's no it was some other dude and he he was it was like it was at the dy dy shopping mall and it's not a massive hive of activity and you could tell he hadn't seen many people that day because this guy was just on for a chat like what's going on what's been happening this week what are you doing this weekend what do you play what do you like he broke that uh that thing where you've got to ask one personal question yeah. at every customer interaction he he asked them all for the next 70 to me like it was a good guy and and um there was i don't know what happened on the jb hi-fi website but um i went in and got a price matched and it was 60 like it was 65 bucks or something to start with what? on jb final fantasy yeah so i got it for 65 bucks but then i looked at it that afternoon then it was back to like that would have been 79 or something that yeah been a mistake, so there's a super huh? brief typo on their website and i got yeah FF15 for 65 65 bucks. is a really big good. price point for them because well, 69 yeah. is usually the lowest. Yeah, ever. so it must have been maybe just a weird glitch in yeah. their system. So I came out with a steal there. Yeah. I'm enjoying my time. Okay, let's. Get, I'm going to tell you my retail story. Yes. And then we'll jump into the game. So on the Monday, the day before release, I was like, I wonder if I can sweet talk my way into a copy a day before because I'm, I, I was dying to play this chat. game. I was dying to play this game. So I went to an EB... Um, at Rhodes and and I walked in and I like casually just looked at the PlayStation games because my plan was to be like oh where's Final Fantasy 17 are you going to be like aloof and yeah yeah like play play like I have no fucking idea what's going on and like so I did I walked in looked at the shelf I was like oh that's odd and I walked up to the guy even though they're like they've still got that thing saying you know releases on uh, 29th 29th sorry I'm like, uh, oh, where's Final Fantasy 17? The guy's like, oh, it comes out tomorrow. And I was like, oh, really? comes out tomorrow. Um, uh, okay, wow. Uh, if I give you, like, the money now and just come by at five, is there any chance you just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, like, just looked me dead in the eye. I was like, no. It was Josh's no. cousin. It's Josh's cousin. It that's, that's not how you... That's not how you do it. They they absolutely yeah, I know, and you've got that thing about like you tell them J V broke embargo, but like the guy literally wouldn't was not gonna have a bar of me. And then I went to Target. I was like, all right, this guy at E B obviously knows his stuff, but probably they'll just have some Joe Smith at Target who has no idea, just manning a station. Barrel from from lingerie wares or something could yeah. be just work and electronics this guy, lunch break time and that's where, you get out of this. that's where you get him. This guy would have been uh, Josh's other cousin because this guy Jim knew Jim. Jim was like, sorry, we can't break embargo. Like, we literally can't sell it to you because the tags aren't on the system yet. We can't scan it. 
I was like, oh, all right, well, how much are you selling it for? And he walks around, he grabs a copy right in front of me, <laughs> scanned it, and told me I was doing it for 78. And I was just like, okay. So James. you were like, how's the tags not in the system if you can scan for a That's price? Yeah. Yeah. They get the tags in the system months before it comes in. I know, like I know, that both of those bastards took a copy home with them that night. If not, had, like, if had not done so already. If that guy, yeah. if say Jim or James or one of these other offshoots, if they said to you, hey, you give me two under cash on the sly and I'll give you a copy today, would you have done it? I would have bartered. I wouldn't have given it two. I would have waited if it was two. But anyway, all right. So it's I ended up getting it. one day. Like, Yeah, it's not. If it was two weeks earlier, of course. But we got it. Yes, yeah, Final Fantasy 15. Mm. If it's finally here and it's not a shit game. <clears throat> no, it's, it's not a shit game. So you're 10 hours in. I'm 10 hours in. I'm 27 hours in. That's a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. Mm. So how are you finding it? I want to hear your perspective first because there are a lot of things I was a bit worried about um, yeah. Namely, like how someone with a completely fresh outlook would find it, having not you haven't seen yeah. King's Glaive. I haven't seen you King's Glaive. I'm, I'm not a Final anime. Fantasy purist. Like you haven't played any of the games before. It I've, I've dipped the toe on seven way okay. back when on the PlayStation. So you got and that's literally it. You're coming literally in with a blank slate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm coming in hot. Tell me your thoughts. Um, I find myself caring more about the nonsensical nothing side parts than the main story which is mm-hmm. probably something that shouldn't happen in a game of this scope, especially with some of the tones that they set really early. Like feeding a cat? Yeah. Heard like, about that hey, one. Hey, that's I, fucking awesome. I tried to catch that stupid King Trevally or whatever it was for like an hour, Seriously? bought the lure that you needed, and I'm catching every fish but this King Trevally that the, the cat will eat. And um, then you catch the fish anyway, and then the cat doesn't want it, and then you've got to go give it to the chef, and they make you an unrelated dish. It's like, well, fucking thanks for wasting my hour buying all this spider line to catch this trevally i had no problem with that quest i had that quest done in like 15 minutes <clears throat> well clearly clearly you're rex hunt and i'm just johnny's johnny off the street kiss him and throw him back yeah okay. so all right so you you like the side quest having a bit of a hard time engaging with the main story though the main story like it holds my attention a little bit but i just keep doing all the side quests i keep going on the the bounty hunts like tackling monsters but would you agree that like that is incredibly enjoyable like doing all that stuff is so much fun it is it, it's sort of weird to me in a way where i'm cruising around in this four-seater four-door maserati getting chaperoned around las vegas desert town yeah but then there's all these crazy futuristic spacecraft flying around it's like why don't i have a fucking spacecraft i'm the prince of this modern world and i'm cruising around in a car like so a chump your, your whole like yeah, and this is a problem, and this was something that I only kind of thought of after having started playing it. Um, Kingsglaive explains all of that, Yeah, right? This, the movie explains sort of... They say it runs parallel, but technically it's like everything up until... It's not really a spoiler. King Regis, your dad, Noctis' dad, dies. Mm. So everything up until that point in the game is covered in King's Glaive. I should probably watch it to get some more clarity because all, yeah. the, all the game, sort of, especially in those early hours, it just makes Noctis come across as this self-entitled puss. That's a bit yeah, of a proper shit, though, that you have to see a movie to get the yeah. story. Because well, his dad like, dies he... and he's like, how dare he not tell me about this that's going on? And, and so... I, don't, I, I, I thought that too, Ali, but then I thought, well, if you play any sort of sequel... Or if you watch any sort of part two of anything, you're not going to fully understand it without having seen part one. And they've made this total, like a total <coughs> all-encompassing multimedia experience, and they've been quite vocal about it. It's not a secret that King's Glaive's out. Mm. 
But like, yeah, I'm I'm sort of on the fence about it. Yeah, that that movie that they made only accessible to so many people, and yeah, no, okay. It had screenings in Sydney. Even if though, like, they charge an extra ten dollars more, and the the movie's included, or it's on the disc, and they can watch it. Something yeah, like that would make more idea. sense. Yeah. But it is. It's in the, it's in one of the packs. You can buy a pack that contains King's Club. That's one of the editions that they were. Selling. Oh, a pack. Mm. There you go. Yeah, you, you get you get to understand the story if <laughs> yeah. you buy the pack. But yeah, it, it goes sense. back to the point of like you can buy part one mm. and play part one or watch part one, and then yeah. you buy part two. It's media. Like they they had people working on that. It's a full feature length CGI film. Mm. But it's just like, the characters are a bit of a parody of themselves. Obviously, we yeah. are we are pretty well a Japanese boy band that it, it comes across that way yeah. from the outset. It's it's amazing because you thought they were really like cheesy. Oh, and yeah. I thought they were far more toned down than any of the other. Oh, really? Bands. Yeah, they are. Really, I like, think they are. Like the emphasis on the taking of selfies by Promptus at every save point no, when you Prompto. look through Promptus, sorry, where yeah. he goes through his photos of what he took, and you can save and upload the ones that he took. Yeah, like those little things are funny and whatnot, but then it lightens the tone of some of the battles you just had. Yeah, yeah, I I, I see that. I think it's clever. I don't know, like if I like it. Yeah, but like like it's it, definitely a clever way of like it meshes, marketing the game. It meshes current social circumstance where we are so attached to things like that. Like it's got a few little head nods to how present day society is, where even in the the darkness and these horrible hours, they're still concerned about taking sweet photos and being yeah. dudes. Like I, I like that sort of tone on it. Um, meeting Cindy. The, the sexed up mechanic <laughs> yeah she she's a smokehouse like she in video game form she ticks a lot of the boxes that uh real life me is a fan of so i found myself <laughs> doing a lot of the uh the vehicle upgrade side quests i've got some sweet decals on my car now C- cindy's a mechanic that yeah. fixes up your car and does upgrades and stuff but for, she's for people like she, she always in that outfit yeah, yeah. always Sorry, she's uniform always. yeah so she's in like daisy duke shorts she's got a, a her boobs popping out of a top She's in this um, little trucker hat with blonde hair and she's got this Southern Belle accent going on. So. Is that uh, OH&S appropriate, do you think? Who knows? Her dad's the... It's a family-owned business. Her dad, yeah. He <laughs> yeah. owns the whole lot, but she's now the master mechanic. He just hangs out and upgrades your swords and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the, the sheer scope of the environment and the open world is huge. Yes. It's fantastic. Um, and it's gorgeous. I've ran into a few bits of bad luck where I'll be questing or down in a dungeon, I come out and it's dark and then I've got to try and run to my car and then a level 50 freaking saber tooth snake hybrid of doom just fucking one-shots the entire team. Yeah. Like, that made for some interesting gaming. I like that. It's, I, re- it's I really good. like that. I like that the <clears throat> degree of difficulty from the, from the word go is scalable depending on how far you move around. Yeah. It's not necessarily a setting you select, even though you select easy or normal at the start. Mm. Um, the, you can choose to do harder quests. You can choose to do harder hunts, yeah. which are far more difficult yeah, and some take a lot of nuts. time and can wipe yeah. your whole party. Yeah, um, I enjoy that. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a point now where my level is far above where I am currently in the main story. Yeah, So the main story is a bit of a cruise through because mm. I'm always doing these side hunts and these side quests where they are a little bit more challenging mm. the combat's pretty fluid I like that yeah um, I don't like when if I'm fighting in around foliage and then I just can't see anything sometimes I've found that happen a few times um, yeah. so is it just real time <clears throat> real time yeah it's all real you're time you're only you're controlling Noctis but then you can indirectly do what, what's the main 
They're called uh, links. Links so, moves. That's um, right. You can yeah uh, do like combo moves with your other team members. Yeah, cool. I like the warp ability, but I don't yeah. like how you have to hold in right bumper to stay locked onto a target. I wish you could just line up a target and click it, and then it's locked on. Okay, I, I hadn't thought of it. I probably prefer it the other way because you, with the warp ability, can warp to targets and warp around the map. I feel like if mm. you're locked on the whole time, it makes it harder to warp to those other points, mm. and you need to. Um, I like the warp ability a lot. I thought I would have got sick of it. I played the Duskay demo two mm. years ago and got over it in that demo. I've, I was like, this is... I've leveled that suck, up but it pretty high warping. with the points just because it is your bread and butter okay. in battles. I'm warping across everything. Um, and then another thing that was a bit of annoyance where you have to warp to the the higher ground part so you can um, regain your mana. Yeah. Aiming at some of them can always be a bit hit and miss. Like I'll line it up and, and hold, like press Y, but because I didn't long press it enough, I just warp into a rock instead of going to upper ground to recharge my yeah. mana and whatnot. Yeah, I found the targeting to be a little bit off sometimes. But the combat's pretty fluid. Um, mm. I like the the king's abilities that you obtain, you know, when you go into the, the dungeons and, and go into the... The, yeah, you start obtaining the royal weapons. The royal weapons—that's the wording. Yeah, I've got—I think I've got four of those now, um, and, okay. and they're just wrecking machines. I like that you get the risk reward where it chews your health up a little bit using those. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. So, so I, I was always going to love this game. <clears throat> um, just the premise of it is that you're this prince and your city's um, been sieged. There was sort of like a not a ceasefire, but your city was safe for about a hundred years and then yeah. the enemy empire has taken over mm. and you're on the road and you've got three of your crowns guard with you three of your friends and you basically need to defeat the empire that's mm. the premise of the story story for me is the weakest point like the weakest I'll part agree. of the game I'll agree. even 27 hours in mm. i'm still finding parts where it's like even by final fantasy standards i think this this is fucking bonkers like yeah. it really and you'll see soon it gets out there um it also makes the game linear towards the end um, like at least in the part I'm in now and probably for the last maybe four hours I have no available side quests to do I, I just can't I'm stuck yeah. doing this very linear bit which uh, it, it sort of sucks because the side quests are the best part of it for me um, they're very fun they're a great way to like grind in a power like to level up because there are always going to be like level jumps where you need to be stronger to progress mm-hmm. And it's just such an enjoyable way to do it. There's always something to do. They're all very different, the side quests and the hunts. Um, even the random events that happen are fantastic. I do like the interaction between the four of them as well. I think that's a fun way to sort of carry you through <clears throat> the game. There's some good dynamic and there's a lot of camaraderie there between yeah. the, four, the four characters, which is nice. I think, you know? yeah, difficulty as well, scales well. The environments are gorgeous. Um the level up so the skill trees I think are a bit vague and a bit yeah it really doesn't explain how to work that yeah I think it works like having developed so far on certain ones I sort of get mm. why the skill trees are what they are so why they give you powers at certain points yeah um, <clears> especially <throat> when you play combat because I'm warping around the map now like like fuck nothing can hit me yeah you know it's, it's, it's a bit ridiculous so I'm still loving it I'm going to smash this hopefully by the end of the weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play it through to the end. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's not a game of the year type of... I was hoping it would be, and I said it was probably after playing 15 hours. But I'm starting to see the flaws, though. I'm starting to see yeah. the cracks, which but sort I, of sucks. But I think it was worth the wait. It looks like 
Yeah. It's kept a lot of Final Fantasy fans happy. You know, it's what, 10 years in the making or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think they've delivered a pretty damn rock solid product. There's yeah. a couple of little warts, but overall it's it's a fun experience. I'm enjoying my time. It's, it's a disconnect from a lot of the games I usually play, but I'm still having a great time just getting lost around the, the environment and just random side quests. Yeah. So I, it's overall, worth a we're, we're thinking it's... Oh, 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's totally worth a pickup. Ah. <laughs> uh, so Sam metric. Um, <laughs> so I heard on the patch they said, uh, uh, Square Enix said that for this game to be a success, they need to sell their Final Fantasy VII lifetime numbers, mm. right? Well, it is the fastest selling Final Fantasy game yeah. to date. It absolutely is. There. That's 100 million copies though they we need We haven't to even sell. got yeah. to Christmas yet, really. Yeah. Like it could be one of those things. You know? uh, yeah. 100 million? Did I get that right? I don't know. A lot of millions. A lot of them. But they've sold half of that already. Yeah. So they sold something like 50 million In copies already. Yeah. Before we before we dive into some of this festival stuff, I just wanted to quickly touch base. I've finally got around to watching Black Mirror. Hey, well done. I've literally crammed every single... I've got two to go in season three, but I've watched every other episode so far. That was way off. Five million, sorry. In in what? Final Fantasy fifteen. Five million. And so I think far. they need to sell ten. Okay. All right, go on. Those metrics were way off, but anyway, that's fucking way off. It's a great show. Yeah. Black Mirror. Yeah. Have you? What did you? Just the last season or the whole series? I've watched, in, like, so the first season, second season. I've watched four episodes of the third season, as well as that Christmas special one with John Hamm. That's so good. Wait, there's one with John Hamm. Yeah, yeah. The Christmas special in season two. It's got John Hamm in it, and it is really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very, very interesting concept of a show. Like, I, I love it. Like, it mm. plays on that brief dystopian technology reliant Orwell based future pretty goddamn well. Have either of you not seen it? Ali, Reese? I haven't seen it. You haven't, I haven't seen, seen any seen of it? it? No. It's really cool. It's sort of like Twilight Zone. Every episode's its own self contained yeah. story. Yeah. I know a lot about it. Yeah, yeah me okay. too. I watched it. Yeah. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's sold it to me, but with most things, I just need. The time and just yeah, the, it's it's the it's a good watch, watch and and you watch it and there's so many times when you sort of take a step back and go, holy shit, this is how it is right now. This is how society is becoming very quickly. Like the one with um, Bryce Dallas Howard in it, where they're so yeah. concerned about their five star ratings, like everything you do, be like, hey, how you doing? And then you instantaneously gauge that interaction out of five and meow meow beans. Exactly like the meow meow <laughs> beans. So it ties into that where then your rating sees where you are in, in social status. People talk to you, not giving you various um, accessibility to certain things and whatnot. And, and, mm. and that's that's a social trope that is more and more evident. People are so concerned about numbers and status and, and positioning within certain markets. It's yeah, watch that one. That one's hit me the most as far as a thought-provoking mentality goes. That one, uh, that one's a bit too far <coughs> for me. I don't know. They're all good though. Like, mm. yeah, it's how a bit many crazy. stars would you give me? Uh, I'd give you a five. Depends on the. I'd day. give you six. Whoa. Six. Wow, that's like the Sounds loveliest like two, thing ever. Maybe the um uh, depends on the day. The <laughs> a, the augmented reality episode or the VR AR one. I watched yeah. that one last night. That was the fourth episode I think is in that the, the wall one or is that the one where it's he's doing they're in the haunted testing. mansion yeah and doing the that video game testing that was intense that's a great episode yeah and it really got me thinking it got me scared to put my PSVR headset back on if you haven't seen it have Eric, you put you your PSVR totally headset it. back on yeah yeah <laughs> I've done a little bit playing? of playing uh, just a bit more Thumper um, Thumper's a, a great bit more Batman game. 
Yeah, I haven't done a heap of it this week. Tell you what, if that Call of Duty was in VR. There Jeez. is. A, I've got a VR episode where you fly the Valkyries around space in oh, VR. Cool. So we right. could give that a crack later. Nice. Yeah. But when are we going to see some full-fledged content? Like, you know, long, proper, drawn-out games. 20, 30 hours worth of play. It's hard because it comes down to the player then too because I don't think many people will be able to do those long six, eight-hour gaming sessions in VR because it's just going to mess Skyrim your body up too much. Skyrim, I reckon I totally could. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I was a bit annoyed that they decided to do Fallout 4 instead of Skyrim for that uh, VR, for full VR. I'm sure Skyrim's coming along. They'd be fools not to take advantage yeah. of that. Maybe oh, are they they're, doing just, they're doing Skyrim on the Switch, that's why. Mm. Yeah, that's their next step. <sighs> When's the next idea. Elder Scrolls game? Do you reckon E3 2017 will see something? It'll get announced. And it'll, it might do the sneaky game where it'll be like, oh, and it comes out in November. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That it's, was such a great way to do Fallout 4. It's the great, it's the smarter way to market now. Like, it is. You know, Beyonce did it with her album a year or two ago. Remember when they were just like, oh, by the way, Beyonce's album's out right now. And then it just sold like... Well, the <laughs> thing is, if, if you announce something, you've got a really small window... Um, before the hype dies down exactly because people just want everything <coughs> yesterday because they've been used to having the internet so they can download everything instantly so it's like if it's not available right away then you're dead to me and you, it comes out like a month later and you're like oh yeah I remember that yeah, thing ha- yeah, I don't care having watched that Death Stranding trailer a moment ago I'd argue the opposite That that is just hype central yeah but the thing about any Hideo Kojima game is that he's in a point now where he could literally fart on a disc and (laughs) be like this is the Mona Lisa I reckon you know what I reckon I reckon this Death Stranding game is just the fucking avant-garde jazz of video games I reckon he's just making it up as he goes along and every couple of months they're like we need a new trailer he's like ah you know get some bloke with a baby under a bridge Make that happen. <laughs> Could very well Just, be the case. There you go. That's, Put some black shit on there. Done. That's, that's the trouble. Like, it's like, brilliant. Especially brilliant. because this game's going to come. I reckon this game's not going to be out to maybe 2019. <laughs> Legitimately. That's so stupid. Yeah. And they're hyped. Like, by that time, there'll still be people excited. And I love pretty well everything Hideo does. But as you said, it, it loses that excitement and that anticipation if you're waiting that amount of time. Like, Last Guardian comes out this week. I'm really, really curious to see one how it sells and one how it reviews yeah um, if anyone's going to have something to say about it properly it's going to be old Josh from OK Games because he's the one that's he been, loves some Last Guardian this one's been big on his release radar for a long time he got pretty upset when it got pushed back so I want to see if it lives up to the hype for him it's not going to be one that I'll pick up but I've seen a lot of advertising about old Last Guardian they're really mm-hmm. trying to um, get people interested but I just think uh, it's been overshadowed by Final Fantasy being released and stuff like that so. and its own failures are being pushed back exactly. well yeah see, that's exactly. the thing the hype do- has truly died down <clears throat> it does genuinely look like a good game I think it wouldn't be too bad like the gameplay tra- like the gameplay mm. footage I've seen but if you've got a yeah, hundred bucks amazing. to spend and you haven't bought Final Fantasy you're gonna yeah, get I, I bet Last Guardian's campaign or story mode is gonna be under 10 hours I would Ooh, believe that jeez under 100%. 10. Mm. That 100%. is, uh, yeah. that would be very annoying. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's bad though. Journey's three hours start to finish and that's a fucking amazing day. Yeah, but I that... mean, it's not bad, but if you're waiting yeah. for such a long time for exactly. under 10 hours, then. I saw a meme the other day. Mm. What do you think? Because um, this made me really think about games as they are at the moment. It's like, you know, games in their prime, which I guess they were alluding to, say, between uh, 1990 and 2005 and it had a picture of a Big Mac just as it is what? and then the next picture was games as they are now and it was like 
the base game and you've got the two buns and it's like multiplayer is the neat and then DLC mm. is like the lettuce. Mm. DLC is the source. DLC is the rest. And it's like, that makes a lot of sense to me because, uh, I mean, even just playing Infinite Warfare last night, everything's changed so much. Like mm. I, I, like I said, you know, Kat was going out with her friend and I wanted to spend the night playing games. I come home, I had to chuck the game on. Then the second a, I got a, home, a download. it had to download updates, yeah. and then it downloaded and it's like ready to play. I'm like, ah, oh, sweet. And then I jumped in. It's like campaign installing. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, well, I don't know. Like, man, it's a, it's a, it's a complicated question. Times are a changing. Well, it's very, that's different. all I, that's the bottom line. Isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. It's a very different <laughs> yeah. like era of gaming. Mode. I know. It's, it's, I don't, know. Um, Just don't read it. I don't know where to start with that. But okay, I think it's okay. I think it's fine. I think that I guess the even, setup, like as annoying as day one patches are, they're usually pretty necessary. The amount of time that goes into development of games, the amount of problems that they face now compared to what they had in '95 is very different. How did you go with the setup and installation process of Final Fantasy? Was that it's just pretty a, pretty painless? And they had yeah. a very big day one patch. It was seven a, gigs. Yeah, seven gig can, patch. You can just play straight away. It downloads the patch in the background, mm. and then you just have to restart to install. Well, well done <clears> to the team <throat> then. Yeah, it's not not that bad, but I, I see your point. But at the same time, games are now being serviced well after their their finished development. Like like Evolve is a good example where the Sim game City had a continued. patch the other day. Mm. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, Sim City had a patch. It depends on the game. Like if they're an offline game, I guess a la Final Fantasy or The Last Guardian or something, where maybe there is no online interactivity. Yeah. There's no multiplayer components and it's just a standalone game. I I would assume that they should come with everything on the disc ready to roll. You shouldn't have to download several gigs worth of patchwork when this game's been in development for three, four, five, six, seven, ten years, whatever. That that's on the nose. Like I remember though as touching on the COD stuff, I remember there was like a forty gig update to get Modern Warfare remastered on there. Well, but what so ab- you get the game and it gives you there's a bit of code in the back that allows you to then download Modern Warfare Remastered, but at the cost of 40 gigs worth of your data and hours worth of your time. Mm. But, but what about something like um, uh, The Witcher's Blood and Wine, where yep. The Witcher 3 is a fantastic game on its own, yep. but then that extra content is fantastic mm. as well? Like, do you still feel the same way about that? Or no do you way. see that no. as like a cherry on, on top of what was an amazing That's game? That's a cherry on top, and that's. I play that or eat that said cherry on top by poning up extra dollars for the DLC and then I know that there's going to be a download attached to it. But if I'm buying a standalone game that's just a single-player experience, I, in my mind, it should come yeah. pre-populated with everything on that disc. Isn't it Witcher like a single-player game? Yeah. You should have had everything pre-populated on the disc, isn't that? Yeah, but the, the DLC thing? isn't necessary to finishing the overall game. No. So I can choose to never play the Blood and Wine expansion and not have to be dealing with that download and that monetary cost. Right, okay. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. But if there's a necessary patch to drastically improve the game, if they have stability issues at launch, I have no issue, but the fact that on day zero I have to download a several gigabyte patch to play the game prior to even getting into the game, I'm just like, what are your testers been doing all this time? Yeah. But anyway. Just something I wanted to bring up. It's a bit of a can of worms. I'm reminded of like Batman Arkham Knight. Is it Arkham Knight that they had on to... PC that was just 
just can it. Unplayable. Yeah. yeah. They had problems across <clears> all the yeah. PC that had to strip, take it out of the shop. And PC is the hardest one because every PC build is different. You know, mm. that GPU will work fine with this CPU, then you're mission, mismashing components and then it's not working where at least with solid state based device like a PS4 or an Xbox One, they know what architecture they've got to build a game within to make that framework all work. What a tangent. What a sick mm. tangent. Yeah, it's just an important I one, up. I feel. So. We've still got Festivus to go. Maybe this could be a... I mean, we kind of started grievance. it. Mm. We have, yeah. All spawned by a meme. All started with Josh. All started with Josh. Hey, don't talk about it. EB at the galleries. If he listens to this show, he's going to go home and really be upset with himself. I don't care because I'm never going back to that shop ever again. <laughs> Even if he doesn't work there anymore? Yeah, because he might still swing by to like say hello to people <laughs> he used to work with. And then I'll have to look at him. Leave his stain. No, thanks. What are we doing? Festivus? Let's get into some Festivus. All right. The tradition of Festivus begins with, with the airing of grievances. All right. That wouldn't be a Festivus episode without some airing of grievances. All I do is air grievances. I feel like I'm just <laughs> Frank Costanza. There's worse people to be. You could be Newman. I, I, I think I'm a little bit Newman. <laughs> Personally, I don't think I'd like to be Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. He's a bit of a tool. He is He's a bit like, of a tool. He picks on the smallest things about <clears throat> people and, and can't let it go. It's like, oh, she dropped the toothbrush in the toilet. Oh, my yeah. God. Jerry, Jerry and Ted Mosby have a lot of similarities in that way where they're the lead character and you're meant to cheer for them and love them, but they're just chauvinistic douchebags that just cycle through women. First grievance. Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. Okay. Okay, so the first grievance we're going to go biggest gaming letdown of 2016, apart from No Man's Sky. Thank you. Which I think is going to get too universally panned. That's too easy. Yeah. Um, I think we all know that. that Nothing really unique mm. about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, I'd have to say Fire Emblem. You remember the first couple of shows? Yeah, I was yeah. singing its praises. I couldn't wait for it. I was like, this is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played it and it was like, oh, this is very much the same thing. Mm. You've just added new levels to the old game. Mm. So you wanted a bit more of a re- retelling, redo, a bit of a revamp? Yeah, you know, I guess the story was pretty all right. Um, that had a bit of a cool vibe to it, but it just felt like I had that same feeling with the Batmans. Like, it's as if nothing I did in the previous game mattered. Okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Okay. You'd want a consistent thread that would interweave previous saves and things like that. Maybe. Uh, Actions. It's just like, you know, you, you spend so long getting through the game and you're, you know, hammering it out and you're dying and then you finish it and it's like you're back into square one as soon what as that. a letdown. Just, that was a what bit of a letdown. a gaming me. letdown. That was a bit of a letdown. What's one of your letdowns, Miss Allie Hart? Um, I'm going to say the Gears of War single player campaign story. Ooh. Yeah, I'm with you there. A divided topic yeah. here. 100%. Um, I just, I didn't really find the story invoking. I didn't, I didn't give a fuck pretty much. <laughs> um, in regards to also gameplay with it, it did get a bit repetitive but yeah. we've discussed this before where most games we feel like now we're saying oh, the problem is it's repetitive but um, the story just wasn't compelling enough for me I didn't give a crap like playing the original Gears where the stories like kind of really meant something you yeah. really felt something fully yeah yeah but then with this one it was just kind of like eh I really mm. don't care so that's probably my grievance for this year 
Good one. I feel like we need to end it with and fuck Gears of War something, you know, like really punchy. <clears throat> like that's what they're airing of Grievous. I don't want to say fuck it? Gears of War because I like the original. More like <laughs> you want Gears like? of War. Mm. More like Gears of Door. Fuck Gears of War's campaign. Gears of War 4. Gears of War 4. I don't really yes. rate the multiplayer or the horde mode either. Oh, gosh. Now you're just getting unnecessary. But I mean, we played the horde <laughs> mode. I had a great time. Yeah, we had a good time. But remember, our big thing was like, we got to the end and it was like... Oh, oh and there was no big alt, No boss. big alt boss. And it was yeah. like... You, and the weapons weren't... No. Nah. No versatility. You had the saw weapon that was it. Like, cool. What else you got? Blech. Not We a had fun. But we moved on. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly the same. Gonna trade that game in. As my grievance was the Destiny Rise of Iron expansion DLC. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. this is in- yeah, this is interesting. Only because it was as deep as a kiddie pool. Like I finished this expansion in three hours. It cost still, me thirty bucks or whatever. You still drown in a kiddie pool though. You can. So But I can't also get any deeper than my ankles in one of those. Okay. And it's getting hot. I mean, if you shoved your whole head into it and didn't breathe, then yes, you would drown. How much did it cost? I think it was 30 or 40 bucks. Okay, yeah, that's a bit... Pretty sure it was 40 bucks. It's a bit shit. Like, it was great. Like, they opened up a new environment, new area. <laughs> They've raised the light level to 400, so... I thought it was a pretty good observation. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, breathe. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but he's not going to do that. <laughs> no, no. What? I want to get cooled down in the pool. Yeah. If I'm jumping in a pool, I want to be up to my neck just paddling around. I don't want to be warm from my ankles up. Hence Ooh. the kiddie pool analogy. There you go. So I know Destiny purists out there are loving it because there's this new light grind to 400, but it's the same old crap. There's one new raid, mm. which is cool and whatever, but as far as the main story arc, finished it in three hours or so, and I'm like, oh, well, that's that. No worries. Yeah. Haven't played since. Fuck Destiny Rise. So that's right. my grievance on Biggest gaming letdown. Sam, what about you? Mine is uh, Hearthstone this year. And I feel like I deserve to have a problem with it because I spent way too much money on it. So, <laughs> 550, I think. I don't last count. I don't even know where. I thought it was six something. It's as pro- as much as a eight, console. 800. Yeah, I could have had another new console or something. Could have had two. Yeah, could have done up. a lot of things. Invested in a better PC. <laughs> could have got a bond at the bank. Leave him alone. <laughs> So my problem with it this year was that this was the first year they were splitting out um, for like having a standard uh, format and a wild format. And the idea behind a standard format is you can only play certain cards and the whole idea of that is that sort of balances it out, you know? Um, And it was previously a very aggressive meta. And I was like, finally, I can fucking play some control decks that will actually work as soon as they do the standard. Not... The meta just became hyper aggressive and for the whole year, like unless you're running stupidly aggressive decks and even in arena, unless you're playing stupidly aggressive minions at every playing them all on curb, you just can't compete and contend. And that was just a real shit thing for me this year and really not happy about it. Still played it obviously and yes, still put money into it, which I've probably learnt my lesson from now. But not happy. <laughs> In the overall. And I think some of the cards released this year were just shit as well. So, fuck you, Hearthstone. Fair call. Fair Next call. Us. Huge. You're on notice. You're on Blizzard. notice, Blizzard. How do you feel... You know how, obviously, Activision bought them? Bought them or partnered? Or partnered. How do you feel with people that call it, call it Blizzard Activision now? I don't have a... I don't have a horse in that race it annoys me I can give a shit I don't know why but they're just Blizzard call them Blizzard I've got Blizzard at arm's length 
on the best of oh. days. Like I don't. Oh, that's right. You went on that big tangent the other week. Yeah, and I make good games. No I uh, I'll, I'll, like I'll concede that I didn't word maybe what I was saying. He's sitting I next just, to me too. He's gonna have to watch out. No, I don't hate Whack. their games. They don't make bad games. None of their games are bad games. I said they were. They're not. They're just very easy games, and I don't like the make mass appeal games. That's what I don't like. Uh, I don't like that they instead of making like interesting choices, they just go broad strokes. That's what I don't like. You like niche games like Final Fantasy? No, it's, and Final Fantasy is not a niche game, bro. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just that like when you play something like Warcraft Three and you fucking love that, and that's a great strategy game, and then you see World of Warcraft lore just get fucking destroyed because uh, they just need to keep pumping out these expansions. Hey, it's sort of, you know it's, there's it's Ninja Pandas of, now, right? Don't mess with been the Ninja, Ninja Pandas. Pandas. Yeah, there's been Ninja Pandas for a while now. Bro. I know, but that's what I mean. Like it's just. But that's in Warcraft 3. That's all right. I can oh, tolerate well. that. I don't know why the hell Grom Hell screams back. That's weird. He's his boss. Nah, he died, bro. He died to Manoroth in Warcraft 3. See, this is why it hurts me. It's anyway. because there's this multiverse they're now creating. Yeah, it's bullshit. Blizzard at arm's length. And I don't think they're terribly original either. I think Heroes of the Storm copies a lot of IP from people who fucking made Dota, which which they had nothing. They had no leg in but that. There's objectives in there which make it considerably different. So it's a but they're literally very, very banking gameplay. But no, but their hero design is carbon copy from the original Dota, which sure was a mod map on Warcraft Three, but had nothing to do with Blizzard. Mm. Nothing to do with Blizzard. So anyway, but I think uh, you know Dota spawned the whole MOBA genre. So you have to lend from the classics to get a good MOBA game. But when you've got patches in Heroes of the Storm, which is the same as Pudge, and has the same hook mechanic which Pudge is famous for, that's way too on the nose. At least like at least uh, Riot has the decency to make Blitzcrank a rocket grab robot dude. You know what I mean? I see your point. Mm. Cool. Anyway, <clears throat> Blizzard, arm's length. <laughs> Fuck Blizzard. Hearthstone. As you just drop $50 on packs. Yeah. <laughs> New expansions I'll, I'll, out, $200. Benny sent there. me a pack yesterday. Aww. Yeah. He's a good bloke. Go He's Benny. a good bloke. He's a good bloke. He did that to me once as well. He just randomly finds these codes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he gets them. I want to know where you get the codes you from. You get them in loot crates. Oh, okay. Oh. Every so often they give you like a free pack or some credit and things like that. There you mm. go, Benny. There's the hot tip. Festivus is not over. So the next one. This is a bit more of an introspective type of one. Biggest annoyance... About the hungry gamers. This it can be as a collective, can be individual. Try and play nice. This is our constructive criticism session. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like an ideation session. The episode could end shortly after this, depending on what start on time. <laughs> like things breaking. We hardly ever start on time. That's my I biggest. feel like that's one of my grievances too. <laughs> you can tell me why it's yours and I'll tell you why it's mine. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, just, I know what both sides of this yeah, point are going to say. Know. We all, all know. I, no, look, I'm just going to sit back here. For me, like I just... I. I do everything on time. I don't. I tr- I try not to start late. I try not to start early. I just you know on time. Sure. I plan my time out, my day out, and I'm just like, oh, it's eleven. I'll be there at eleven. Okay. You know, but I mean, it's okay if it changes every now and then. But if it's every week, it's like, well, now my whole Saturday's gone. I, I think it is funny that eleven is probably the universally acknowledged so, well, time to meet. But well, all right, hold on. Yeah, every I mean, Friday night, there's always a question mark. Is Saturday morning I, You haven't quite Alright we, we all obviously know What you're talking about But you haven't quite Articulated it For the listeners So what? Say it Just go out and say it so No I, 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 you back. I deliberately Didn't articulate it We never know When Sam's gonna get here On a Saturday But it's also Not always your fault Like I've been late Brendan's been late 
I like that you pulled your punch immediately. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a punchy type of guy. All right, so so long as we concede that occasionally we're all late. If we look at the Ali's facts, Ali's never though, late. She's never If late. we look at the Ali's facts, don't though, you though. Ever, you've been the most ever late. Ever say we're all late. Yeah, if this was a chart. <laughs> Sam would, Sam's chart would be through the roof. Yeah. In terms of lateness. Okay. So here's my counter to that. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I just got it. Yep. <laughs> so we... All right, so when we say 11, yep. what do we mean? Do we mean that we're kicking off at 11 or do we like we want to start at 11? Cause it means everyone get here by 11. I reckon start okay. recording by 11.30. So even when I rock up at 11.45, we're still getting the gear ready. And I feel like if I was here 45 minutes earlier, nothing would change. I, I reckon that's bullshit. That is total bullshit. That is not bullshit. <laughs> you know how I, that's not total bullshit? Like, because it's 11... And Brendan always gets here before 11. I always get here before 11. So we're already starting the shit. Next thing you know, Reese walks in and he's usually getting the kit set up. Okay, well, good on yous. <laughs> <laughs> this is going great. Another good one though, and this is like a fun one. And we have fun with this and Reese has fun with this. Uh-huh. Reese will like, we'll have the gear ready uh-huh. and we'll sit there and like, I think we're waiting to do a test. No one's quite sure. Reese will start putting like a track on and start No, this was it. my... <laughs> This was no, this was mine way before you it was yours. You have no idea. This is mine way before it was yours. We'll start like <clears throat> mixing it and mucking around and, and it'll get to the point where you're like, what's going? What are we waiting for? And then Reese will stop the track <laughs> and cut it immediately and go, guys, are we ready? What's going on? Oh, no, Who okay. No, that's not you? <laughs> yeah, it's when he... No, no, no. He's when that's he not- <laughs> grabs it, yeah. yeah, well, you know, because I'm a narcissist and I can do no wrong, so that's just immediately puts the blame on you for no reason whatsoever. See, my, my grievance was, I thought you were heading to it, but... Um, I'm, I'm with you on this. Reese yeah. is a bit of a mix master. He's, he's good on the old DJ kit. But, um, so we do a bunch of tests. We like to test and make sure our levels are right and stuff, and... Reese is usually in control when that record button is hit. So we banter, we talk a lot of shit. Um, and then we find out as uh, Reese is mixing up some music that he's taken some voice grabs, usually mine, usually really out of context. And then he just flicks them into songs. He's done some perlers, but like. Uh, the steamed oh, ham one. The steamed was the ham best. one was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, tro- 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 I've never been trolled. Ever in my life, like where it's gotten under my skin more than when you did that to me one day, I fucking blew up. I was about ready to walk. I don't know why. And then you said it in in the episode last week when we recorded. Yeah, I like throwing it out there now because he doesn't quite get it. Like he can't quite catch me, you know, in motion. Bullshit, mate. I'm lightning. Yeah, if I said it it there, that's fine. But uh, Uh, you did try and get me last week. I think tried making me repeat something. No, I was clear. I was like, no. Like, no, that's because I literally didn't hear you. Uh, okay. <laughs> not because of any other reason. As much as I say it's an annoyance, it's also pure gold. So mm. oh, there's been many a time where we've cried with laughter say, based on a good like mix. You've been like clutching your so, stomach yeah. from laughing too yeah. hard. But it's just like, it's just, like, as I say every time, n- when you're in front of the microphone, nothing is sacred. Mm. So yeah. Be warned. Yeah, there's nothing really potentially life altering or you know friendship shattering that occurs in this little realm here there's a lot of a lot of friendly jibes and and some annoyances that we all all do and all learn to love and tolerate and whatnot but my one is the fact that i send these review codes out yeah 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 we're gonna review this game days go by yeah fair enough that happens 
Weeks go by. <laughs> Fair enough. We've all got life. I've got your review. Months with go today. by. It's right here. And and then we get yeah things like Sam holding a review at ransom. That's mate. If you got me the fifteen code, I would have given you your review like a week ago. It's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the the chicken or the egg thing because. Dealing with Bandai and, and talking to those guys, they're like, oh, yeah, we can get you some more stuff, but where's the review happening for this game that we gave you they are not. a month ago? They are not. No, I found them we got to maintain the, some right, professionalism sometimes. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal right now. I'll give you the review today for, for the, I won't say the game title, but I'll give you that review that I've been holding on to for a couple of months, and then I'll do two more reviews if you can coax... Bandai Namco into getting me a Tekken 7 code. Another Festivus miracle! Come on, that's fair, man. You hear that, Bandai? That's fair. Yeah. No, you're but also, like, um, you know how I, like, Tekken to me is, like, I've got a fast stronger Tekken is that life. game than any. Tekken is life, bro. Mm. Tekken is life. Mm. I'm going to do it after this. I'm going to go and teach some lessons. I'm not surprised. That, that's usual Saturday. Yeah. All right. So you hate us because of the reviews. Who's the worst? I feel like it couldn't be me. Um, I'm only it's, one. It's kind of neutral. One review for I'm you. I'm waiting on one from each years right now, so yeah. you're all in the same boat. Mm. That's because I'm stubborn with my one. I don't want to say anything bad. Brendan doesn't have deadlines; he makes them, so he can never have. be late with his review. Yeah, because they always get done. There you go. See what yeah. I mean? I bet no, you it's... haven't even used that code that I've given you. Have you? Yeah, haven't no, even downloaded the game. Not, no. He's got to be the worst, mate. At least I've played my game through. He hasn't even launched the code. <laughs> it's been I how keep, long? I keep forgetting it's been like about six it. Six months. Call me whatever you want. I just keep forgetting about it. It's just, I just it doesn't enter my mind at all. Right, I'll do. And meanwhile, there's like people out there listening saying, "What I would give for a fucking free game." Yeah, I know. But and and the thing is, is that if I remembered it and had the time, I'd be like, "Yes, okay, cool. I've got time now. All right. I'll Weren't play the back game. all week. I'll do my review and I'll do uh, his obviously review with for hot sweats and shivers, fucking just nearly dying. But more importantly, if I literally sat down one night and was like, "I have nothing to do. Oh shit, I should play that game. I'd fucking play it." But I just keep forgetting about it. it doesn't enter my mind. If, I tell you what, it. if you remind me, either of you, if you remind me, just I'll do it. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Brendan's just going to have an instant reminder every hour. Yeah, I'll just send, a, <laughs> send an automated message. I'll send an alarm up. Anyway. It'll be the most messages I've ever got code. from code. <laughs> it still exists. It still exists. It's on the shared code document I put together. Um, Hold on, no one's got any grievances about Ali. What's that about? <clears throat> She's too I'm perfect. It's just this. Nothing's gonna ever bring me. I don't down. trust people where there's nothing wrong with them straight away. No, there's plenty wrong with me. <laughs> Come on. She, she wasn't very trustful in Kerbo Quest the other day. No, though. but I liked that as the DM. I but it tied into. The I, I felt like there was gonna be more Kerbo Quests later on, so yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hold back. Yeah. The the one time a- you tried healing with your dagger, <laughs> <laughs> you only used it once. I was so nervous about it, and I had obviously. Don't don't say what happens. Poor old Grimlock. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this this one's a bit of a hot topic. What is your worst game of 2016, apart from No Man's Sky? And is it from? So the game has to be from 2016, or you played it in 2016? I think from, from, 2016. from 2016. That, that makes fair. sense. Yeah. I feel like No Man's Sky deserves a proper fuck you, though. We can't just keep oh, saying... No, yeah. Aside from we'll, No we'll Man's Sky... We'll give it a Sky, mention. Like, it, it was horrible. Mm. 
for so many reasons. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to that. That's a letdown. Because it's so... The idea of exploring space is cool, mm. man. Where else can you do that other than training at NASA or, like, the Russian NASA? You Mass Effect. Yeah. Really? But, like, go and discover planets <laughs> well, and, yeah. like, new li- wildlife and stuff? Anyway. Not really new wildlife, but new planets. All right. So, what, what's yours? Big go. Umbrella Corpse is the one that immediately came to mind for me, mm-hmm. which is a Capcom offshoot, offshoot of the Resident Evil franchise, which became 3v3 deathmatch modes... Crappy mechanics, no touching on the lore of Resident Evil apart from a couple of zombies walking around aimlessly. Mm. The combat wasn't smooth or fluid in any way, shape or form. Graphically, it didn't really, you know, hit any expectations. I'm a big Resident Evil fan. I'm a massive fanboy to that universe and that franchise. Mm-hmm. Way back when, uh, 1996 was when Res 1 first came out on the uh, on the original PlayStation and this game was just vomited shit with Resident Evil umbrella signs stuck on top of it. Sick. Mm. That's my one. Spewing. <coughs> Mine's Overwatch. <laughs> How freaking dare you? Nah. As if it would be. It's not Overwatch. Oh, but you didn't enjoy it. No, it's because totally it's a Blizzard game. No, it's totally not. It's not the worst <laughs> game you, of 2016. What? Okay. I, oh God, you know what? I, what you this like is hard. Uh, Overwatch. Yeah. Um, same, same, same things I said five, ten minutes ago. Broad strokes. Okay. Um, I think, like most of the games I played this year, I, th- I can't think of a single bad gaming experience I've had mm. all year. Like, I, think, I think collectively it's been a pretty good year for gaming. Yeah. There isn't too many games where I immediately think that was just a dumpster fire. Like the mm. other one I think of was the sequel to Homefront. First yeah. Homefront sucked. The second Homefront sucked just as bad. Yeah. If, if uh, <clears throat> this is... All right, so oh, what about Mafia 3? Nah, I liked it. It's not a perfect game. It's enjoyable. There's some annoyances in the mechanics, but... I'll still so, finish that game. It's like I'll battle, still finish that battle game. Battlefront, to me, sort of sucked. But that sucked on a level because it didn't hook. It sucked on a level that it's. it feels like the previous two Battlefronts, especially Battlefront mm. 2, which was on Xbox, mm. the first Xbox, was a better game. Mm. That's why it sucks. Like It felt like we were playing Star Wars. Like The soundtrack, the sound effects, the graphics, the environments was Star Wars but it, was, but it just there was no hook it was shallow as like it was yeah just, no hook yeah there's nothing there mm. what about you see saying like the worst game I feel it, it feels like a really bad thing to say mm. like it feels like saying like oh this is the worst game ever yeah. so I don't I don't want to like have that kind of implication but based on I was like really excited on it and then it just turned out like to be either just stupidly difficult and then I just left it one of them, I don't know if you guys remember, but I actually bought um, an Agatha Christie Poirot game. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, the ABC Murders. Wow. Um, Pyro. So. Poirot. 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 Um, it, it was it was good, like because I follow. I actually watch those stuff, like Agatha Christie stuff, Miss Marple, and that. He's he's um, the dude like balding with the sweet mustache. He's right? got the he's got <clears> the Stella mustache, yeah. and he is yep. dressed real fine. Um, and he's sassy. Uh, but so I followed the stories and I'm like, I pretty much knew who the murderer was and everything, but it was more, it's like a point and click adventure and you've got to like solve the mystery and you've got to talk to the right people, ask the right questions. But this was 
fucking ridiculous. Like absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like I had to get I I had to go and find walkthroughs. I had to go jump on YouTube. It was that hard. It was that ridiculously hard. Like I guess I guess, but I think maybe some people have to be that mind where it's like Mm. one of the clues was you actually had to pick up a jewelry box. But then, like, you know, you inspect it, you look around it, like in most games. But then it's like, oh, by the way, you had to twist the little, like, leg of the jury box. And then it was going to unlock a certain section. And then you had to press the bird of it. Like, it was... I feel like the real Poirot would have got that, though. (laughs) He doesn't do that shit. He just, like, looks. He just walks into the room and looks around disgustingly and solves it straight away. (laughs) One of the best things, one of the greatest things, achievements that you could get from it is any time there was a reflection or a mirror, he could look at himself. (laughs) Like, that was an action that you could do. Just, like, look at yourself. Admire once. Yeah, and he sits there and he twirls his moustache. He does. I think a really fantastic uh, Poirot storyline would be that the murderer kills their victim with the Poirot box set. <laughs> Just that's the, beats them. That's it's pretty it's a big, big box it? set. It's been going for a while. Yeah. That's it has the, been uh, going for a while. It's a great show, weapon. though. I love it. Poirot. What about you, Kerbs? Did you say? Worst game. Yeah. Oh, like, nah, like I haven't really felt that um, unjust about a game. It, it's probably... Maybe Ali Gears touched of War. on it pretty That's, well. If I had to pick one that wasn't No Man's Sky, I'd say Gears of War. Yeah. Ali touched on it pretty well where it's not we're just saying this is the worst game ever. It's more of a personal experience meets expectation. It's been let down, but not like, oh yeah. my God, I'm so upset. Like, it's yeah. nothing like that. Yeah, like, that. oh, this was a ama- this game was made badly. Like, it was just more like, yeah, personal Apart from experience. No Man's Sky, obviously. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see they... Um, <clears throat> this week announced the next little DLC for that, like the next little patch update where you can now inhibit or inhabit sorry um alien planets and, and make establish a home base and then bring aliens there to help colonize and farm and, and too mine little too for late. wait colonize too little too late i don't know bump uglies colonize colonize colonoscopy Ooh. something <laughs> right can up I, the date can i just air like a like a ad hoc off the cuff grievance sure eb games right <laughs> let's go back there so I don't have a grievance no, with them. I I do. They they all right. So midnight releases, right? Yeah, that's a thing, you know, and that's they a are. really exciting thing. They didn't do it for game. Final Fantasy, didn't they? That's my grievance. They did. They did it for fucking Pokemon Sun and Moon, and it was done really well. And it was done well. Sure, I don't know, but like, <laughs> but I don't there's care. like a but there's like a, a like a yearly cycle of Pokemon games, right? I don't. This doesn't. I don't is understand there? this. There is. Yeah, there's <clears> a, a, po- a new Pokemon every year. It's it's cyclical. There was this last year. It was the Ruby Sapphire remakes. The year before, it was uh, X and Y. X and Y and Z. No, I think just X and Y. I think it's something <laughs> like, like that. I think you'll find it's not actually EB's fault. I think it's more like the um, promoters. Yeah, the it's studios. based off pre-orders. It has to absolutely be EB's it's fault. It's based off pre-orders. From, from midnight, they can sell the game legally. The embargo is off, so mm. it's all on them. They can do what they want. The game's in, the game's in stores. Well, the other thing <clears> too <throat> is that um, I know that with midnight launches. You have to have a lot of sales figures predicted because um, if you're going to open your store at midnight, a lot of them are in shopping centers. So you have to pay mm. extra to the shopping center to and have you have security, to have security there. So open, and all open that kind of but stuff. But you can do it for Pokemon, right? Pokemon didn't touch the sales, the day one sales mm. of Final Fantasy 15. Maybe that was their miscalculation. But how many were those walking off the street sales as opposed to pre orders? That's, that's where most of these metrics are decided I, for a midnight launch where they go, you could, you holy could, shit, we've got a thousand pre-orders at this store. Sure. We'll open that one up. But you where. could historically look <clears> at all other Final Fantasies. Like, <clears> it's not... 
like a nothing franchise. Like that was the joke a moment ago, wasn't it? That it's like a niche franchise. It's not a niche franchise. It's the it's, well, yeah, it's fifteen a, did quite well. Fifteen smashed it. Stupid, fifteen did five million point. on day one. Yeah, stupid point. But is it because like with Pokemon, it's like you really kind of have to buy that physically, where with great, fantasy great, great it point. could be great point digital download digital download that's the only thing I can think of I, obviously we get hit in the ass with digital mm, download no like, but, um, totally fair point speed. but I thought you could get can you um download from the Nintendo store yeah from the Nintendo store I, couldn't, couldn't yeah, tell you. I, I know, know you can get the older ones it. yeah but I don't think uh, that's not Google much that. of a portal <clears throat> for Michael Google Festivus is not over <laughs> oh, please somebody stop this while you Google that, I will air a couple of other grievances we receive from out there in the World Wide Web from our friends. The first one... Are these, uh, are these iTunes? No. No. Okay. No, they are not. The Twitter sphere? From the Twitter sphere. So our boy Brad at D1DLC, Brad, head of our D1DLC podcast slash website, he has said, Bethesda is his grievance, charging Aussies $20 more USD then US folks on a digital platform in bracket Steam. Why for? Why? Hashtag still yeah. mad. Well, I think if you're an Australian podcast gaming fanatic, you would know about Brad's um, grievance with Bethesda because it was pretty monumental. Yes. And rightly so. Yeah, very we're valid all, points. We're all very, very in support yeah. of his, uh, his points about that. I, in fact, I don't think I've met anyone that's really had any points against that. Um, mm. And I feel like Brad's the only one Stamping up and down about it because we all just sort of accept it, don't we? We're just like, wow. He's what, been one of the most vocal campaigning. But for he's this. using his platform to get the the word out there, mm. which is really good of him. Maybe we should do something like that, but ah, can't be asked. It depends too, because if there's if there's ways to find something cheaper, I'll, I'll dig around and try and track it down. Like I know this initial gripe was for Doom, and then I found some dude desperate on Gumtree selling a copy of Doom for like twenty five bucks, and I'm like, sold. I have no grievance anymore. I just I love went around the that system. You're the biggest like Gumtree fiend <clears throat> I've ever met. I don't in my trust life. that website. Mm. No, I'm I'm big on the Gumtree. None of this buying and then they ship it though. It's got to be face to face. That <laughs> way you can know it's going to be legit. <laughs> that's why I don't do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good stuff. Mm. Yeah. No, so, what else? so the next one from our uh, our mates at the Reset Gaming Podcast. Yo ho ho, Team Hungry. 2016 has been a pretty good year for gaming on the whole, probably except for No Man's Sky. But we don't talk about that anymore. Anyway, I haven't gotten a gaming grievance so far, a grievance to air, but instead I have one for one of you. Miss Ali Hart, I can't remember what episode you said it in, but you mentioned you didn't think The Last of Us was a good game. If I'm mistaken, my deepest, sincerest apologies. I was probs on drugs. If I'm not mistaken, oh, okay. you're nuts. <laughs> what, what kind of drugs? <laughs> I remember hearing you say something around those lines and I legit spat my drugs out on the table. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. I can't completely blame you, though. At some point, Tegan and I discussed the games that most people seem to love, but we don't. My top one was Assassin's Creed and Tegan's was Minecraft, I think. Oh, I'm with you, Tegan. Tegan. Anyway, <laughs> since we know oh, Ali's, it, it would be interesting to hear from the rest of you. What game do you hate but most people seem to love? Love from Melbourne, Michael from Reset Podcast. I might kick off because mine's pretty obvious. Hang on. Overwatch. <clears throat> Should I just like clarify? Yes, my dear, I did say that I do not like The Last of Us. Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> um, and for my valid reason is I think I've always come across as a person that needs story, action, gameplay right away. And I felt Last of Us 
held my hand way too long and mm. in the end i just stopped giving a shit and stopped playing it Good i understand it has apparently a great story but if you do not compel me in the first few you know minutes and half did, hour did of that, that game first half an hour with what happened oh like, wait, what like the oh, first bit the first story i'm like oh wow Talk- but then it just fucking held your hand forever <laughs> yeah, and it's like oh talk open the that. door what do you mean to- hold your hand like it, it, it felt like a tutorial for freaking ever like oh grab that you know that okay. weapon and hit that door now this is the sneak ability. Make sure you like it. it constantly felt mm. like that, like f- and for forever. Like you already had, like you know, your companion. Oh, no, fucking, it's been out forever. Um, and it just it constantly just felt like I was being like hand like hand fed throughout this entire game. So I'm like, you know what? Don't give a shit. It's probably going to be a great story, but I'm not attached to it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So I'm sorry. Valid but points. Sorry. They were valid points. So. There you go, Michael. So you're going to choose Overwatch, not Minecraft. Your move, Michael. No, the question is, what games do you hate that people love? Yeah. Well, I mean... I fucking love Minecraft. Oh. Yeah. Well, that, that's it. mine. I also love Minecraft. Yeah. I'm I'm with Tegan on that one. Minecraft, I just... You, doesn't get me. Did, did he play it? This, did you no, play it? he's never given it a proper go. He's well, then you can't hate us. something you haven't played. I can. It's just you, not as an educated <laughs> You had a couple of, like, cracks at it with the younger sisters, like, mm. who were... 12-ish, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah, like you've not actually given it a proper go. That That's what sort of burns Maybe in the it. new year we should do a thing where it's like, I love this game, so you got to get everyone else to give it a go. <clears throat> I think that's a good idea. Yeah, if only... I feel like I've tried, been trying to do that with this guy for like a year. Mm. Two years. Yeah, it, it just... I look at it as a whole and it just... There's nothing there that I go, I need to play this game. Maybe you don't like the structuredness. Um, like, sorry, you do need structure, mm. and yeah. that game is just completely like, free balling. I, I love me some sandbox gaming, love but where it's just like, why do I want to make a big castle here and why the fuck mine not? this? I don't yeah. care. I can do those things in other games with more to it as well. Mm. But you know, I'm I'm an outlier. The sales figures and what they sold this game for, and Mojang for, yeah, yeah. like. It appeals to the masses. I'm just not part of that part of that little crowd. Yeah, fair that enough. you know of. Yeah, not yet. Maybe What's I'll fight the good fight. Well, like I guess maybe at a stretch, Pokemon because I feel like I played it once and it's just been the same thing fifteen different times. Mm. This I'd, new one's very different. Dusty was explaining the changes to me mm. the other day. They're very different. Yeah, I, I don't, I'd like to give that a crack, mm. but um, you know, at a, like I said, at a stretch, maybe that, but. Um, yeah, definitely Minecraft. I don't really see the point in it, but I also accept that it's just not my type of game. Mm. Um, you know, it's not really something that I, because mm. I, I am compelled by story and, you know, action and yeah. stuff like that. So that's good for me. But um, mm. I don't know, World of Warcraft, I don't really like that. Never understood the appeal with that. Skyrim, don't really get that. Don't really understand. That's interesting. Warcraft, that's fun. Really Warcraft is divisive. I also really think the graphics in Skyrim <gasps> bad. What? It's just, I, just how Compared I feel. to what? That makes me want to cry. If I love Skyrim. If that's bad, what's great? <clears throat> Show me great. Well, but see, what I consider great, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be great for you. Yeah, you mean the graphical sky- no, styling as a whole think... as opposed to just the, the raw prettiness of it. Do you mean? No, fidelity is a, a measure. Like You mm. can easily say that Skyrim's graphics are better than Oblivion's graphics, right? Just using yeah. two games from the same series... You can you can always say that it doesn't. Well, maybe I haven't really experienced it in the proper environment, but every time I've used it or played it or seen it, it's always just been very meh. 
Not okay. really, like, you know, the characters are quite blocky and I was like, mm, okay. But I you're the dragon I, kin. I definitely don't take in, like, old, characters, like the, person, like, the persons that you meet and everything in that game. For me, it's climbing those mountains, looking at, like, a borealis oh, yeah. in the sky with a moon and... Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, quests, sorry to romanticize it. No, the so. are great. You can, you can be a warrior or you can be a mage. Or a thief. You know, I'm going like to get shit on the really dragons. Is. You can get like, eaten by a crab. It really I also is the best game I've ever played. I, I also didn't really fall in love with The Witcher, and I gave that like four red hot goes, like proper goes. You know, and not just because um, of dumb reasons. I or maybe um, like I just. It didn't grab me. Is it just you're uh, not a big I felt open uh, RPG I, type oh, of Hold on, hold on. Kind I'll, of. Sound like that. I'll, I'll, I'll sit sort of half in your corner on that. I'll, I'm sort of with you. I felt it was very fiddly and um, a lot of it I felt uh, sort of drew away from the gameplay. And, you know, once it, it took me a good um, maybe 10 hours of getting right into it before I was in a proper battle and felt like I was using all of the things I had learnt and was finally getting somewhere with the character but um, before that it was just all very sort of didn't really work out and I also found that um, the mechanics of it to me and you know sorry if this offends anyone but it just I felt that they were quite sloppy um, because I'll agree on the horse mechanics the horse mechanics, horse mechanics? ride and roach is some of the most painful vehicle-based interaction in a game. When I was playing a battle, it would be like uh, we would be fighting with an orc or whatever, and then I would roll out of the way, and then he would run into a wall and stop, and then turn around very slowly, and then run again towards me. It just didn't seem natural. Was this the first one, or did you play three as well? Which are three? three. I'm I'm with you on three in the... uh, I've, I found it so expansive that it found it very hard to work out what the fuck I was meant to do straight yeah, away. I knew exactly yeah. where the quest mission was, yeah. but you have you get loaded up with quests like from the word go, and it is overwhelming. I did find after more time that it was fine. It was better. I worked out how to manage it, and I did sort of enjoy it. But yeah, the like I played it for ten hours and then put it down, mm. and then visited again nine months later and found it a far more enjoyable experience anyway it's just a it is a great but games. Gwent I had no idea how to play Gwent sorry the first time it doesn't explain how to play explain Gwent rules, very well but once you know how to play it and you pick up some good cards that was one of my favourite parts you of the game you realise how simple it is yeah and I'm not going to say that it's a bad game I don't think that's oh, no. true at all no, it's, it's never not for you, you exactly it's just not for me can I ask you how long did it take you to realise that the car in Final Fantasy 15 has like a guiding like a, a kiting system oh within like, within the first 20 minutes I drove around for a bit and realised how wooden the goddamn driving of that car was yeah. I wanted to turn down one side street missed it and I had to do literally it felt like a 75 point turn <laughs> yeah. on a two lane highway to turn around and then I just went Ignis here's the keys mate drive me everywhere and just did <laughs> auto drive to everything he doesn't drive at night though which is annoying you, you can believe- make him he's a bit of a puss but you can make him you wouldn't believe how long it took me to find uh, fast travel in um, Skyrim. <sighs> yeah. Oh, in The Witcher. Oh, really? In Skyrim, <laughs> it's very easy. In The Witcher, I didn't realize I how quickly. easy it was to mm. fast travel or how yeah. to. But anyway, all right. Yeah, so they're the main ones, I think. The good, Those good. outliers, which are good banter. universally accepted, but not really for some of us. Mm. Mm. But what we'll try them. We'll try them. I'm still willing to give Minecraft a go one day. Sorry, yeah. not sorry for Last of Us. Eh. 
The last one coming from Podian of the Galaxy at Podian Podcast. That's P-O-D-I-A-N Podcast. So this one's straight to the point, throwing some punches, puts it out there. I just have two. One is No Man's Sky and the other is Metal Gear Solid Five. One was a piece of shit. The other was a gaming mess. Yeah. So Yeah, I've heard a lot of people have that similar opinion about Metal Gear Solid Five. Do they? I am not with that opinion. When when I saw this hit, um it's it been took like me divided. very much by surprise. I, I'm I've never played any of them, so I don't know what measures is a good Metal Gear Solid. <clears throat> I I saw some really crazy like skyhook shit in Metal Gear Solid yeah. gameplay footage. Yeah, it's but, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is great. I still haven't finished it. It's just such a big world where you can attack any mission any way you like. I think the open worldness and that flexibility and choice is what's probably scared a few people off mm. because it is so expansive um, mm. on how you want to tackle certain quests or missions, sorry. Um, I, I've been really enjoyed my time. I'll probably put maybe maybe nearly 20 hours mm. in the MGS5. I'm yeah. honestly surprised that you didn't finish it. I, I felt to. like I felt like that was the game when it came out that everyone was finishing it. Yeah. Like it was the standard that people finished it start to finish. I need to and I still want to, but um I'm not sure what else came out just after that, but it just sort of grabbed me and pulled me away from, from MGS for a while. But apparently Potty in the Galaxy wasn't a fan. We yeah. got a few others, but a lot of the ones we got were were very, very similar. They're all to do with No Man's Sky. So yeah. <laughs> Hello Games and No Man's Sky was the constant whipping boy of the Festivus. Yeah. Some would say rightfully so. Is what it is. Others would, would say, say certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's saying it was not their fault. Yeah, yeah. Before we jump into a bit of news, Sam, do you wanna do you wanna handle this? Yeah mate. So- all over it. I'm all over it. I've been practicing um, all, all day. So as, as you all know, we've got a sponsor. So we do sponsor. have a great sponsor. Now, whether you're a gamer, a podcaster, musician, or just a general fan of high-end audio quality, uh, then Audio Technica is obviously the brand for you. And, uh, you know, Audio Technica, they've been a market leader since what year, Brendan? Pop, pop 1962. 1962. Very cool. I'm surprised you... You knew that. Mm. Uh, based out of Japan. Based out of Japan. Okay, they have been a market leader since 1962 and have one of the biggest and best ranges of, uh, of available gaming headsets, microphones, headphones, um, both in-ear and over-ear. In-ear? Is that how you say it? In-ear and over-ear. You can say bud. And turntables. And turntables, which is like an area Reese uh, is probably most aligned with. I still need some direct drive Serato, you know, turntables, so... Needs those those only quality Audio Technica AT turntables, uh, and of course all of this gear provides a complete high end solution to any of your audio needs. So guys, check out www.audiotechnica.com.au. You can choose to forego the www. You don't need to put that in there, but do go to audiotechnica.com.au for more details. Or any good uh, audio-based stockers. JB Hi-Fi are now selling their entire portfolio as well. Obviously, we're sponsored by Audio Technica, but we bought Audio Technica before we were sponsored by I had Audio Technica before Mm. I even joined this little podcast. There you go. Exactly. It is quality gear. We do stand by them. And uh, yeah, go and check them out. Gear of the streamers. That's it. And and their (laughs) their gaming equipment isn't something that they get anywhere near enough attention on um, their headsets and, and what have you everyone knows the, the Astros the Turtle Beaches and whatnot. but 
AT are delivering some pretty, pretty impressive gear. I've got a set, Kobo's got a set, and I, I had a pair of Astro A40s, and these things have quickly just overridden my Astros. They're just comfy, the form factor's there, the audio fidelity's there. But anyway, news headlines. Curbs, you got a grab for us? Maybe. This oh. week's news headlines. Didn't doubt you for had a second. Had to change second. my buttons, so I had to realign for a sec. Mm. Anyway, the first one, which is super duper mega exciting for me. Actually, now I think about it. No, it's not because I'm going to be playing this on PlayStation 4. Resident Evil 7 is going to allow cross-platform saves for Xbox One and PC. A la Gears of War 4, Recore, and a couple of the other Play Anywhere titles that they have in their portfolio. Doubling onto that, has anyone seen any more gameplay on Resident Evil 7? Any more of the news that are leaking out for it? No. No, I've just seen the little snippets that they mm. just show, like that they've been releasing. They've opened up about four hours worth of playtime to a few certain review houses and whatnot out there. Mm. And just everything that everyone's saying is just fantastic. It's got me so excited. They're saying, even though it's such a veering onto a new path with this first person perspective and unlike everything else that they've done in the franchise they're also saying this is almost the truest to the original source material like they've they're tackling that real survival horror feel again mm. last few have been more actiony based so yeah it looks great the storyline looks pretty impressive you just this regular dude gets captured by this hillbilly hills have eyes texas chainsaw massacre type family and it looks nuts i'm super excited i'm even though I'm an Xbox One boy, I'm going to be picking this up on PS4 because I want to play it through on PSVR just to shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. Literally and probably figuratively. Mm. And I'm going to come Whatever over and <laughs> use your PSVR. Yes. To the shit also off it first. shoot my pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poo for everybody. <laughs> anyway, Sam, this next one. Um, yeah. I figure I'll let you helm this because you are the Hearthstone King even uh, though you hate Blizzard. Oh, don't hate Blizzard. Just at arm's length. Oh, that's right. Arm's length. That's just the term. Arm's length. Yeah. Never trust. <coughs> Never trust. Mm. Uh, no, but the Hearthstone, the new Hearthstone expansion job, uh, which is the mean streets of Gadgetzen, released this week. If you jump on and uh, download the patch and jump on now, there are three quests you can do to get six free packs of the new expansion, which is definitely worth doing. So jump on, check it out. So the cards look the cards look pretty cool. And uh, hopefully when the next standard cycle uh, starts next year um, with these cards in and some of the problem cards out you'll see a fair bit of decent gameplay different gameplay not just hyper aggro do you think shit. it might earn back a little bit more of your love I'm hoping it will it's sort of looking that way because this, this set of cards um, mm. does deal with aggro decks in, in, in a really good way so um, yeah definitely jump on it to mm. get your six free packs and uh, don't drunkenly buy 80 packs like I did that one time because it will set you back a lot of money. <laughs> one time. Don't do that. That'd be fun though. Mm. It was a lot of fun. Drunken. Oh, it was a lot of fun cracking. Drunken pack Cracking packs is addictive. That's oh, the yeah. problem. No, is that the technical term? Because I like that crack if it is cracking packs. Yeah. I, look, I'm, I didn't coin it but I'll, I'll claim it like I did. Yeah. This next one I see you just added a bit more news. This is hot off the presses I see. Oh, not quite, but yeah, oh. pr- pretty pretty interesting. So we're talking about sales. So Final Fantasy fifteen sales um, exceeded uh, all previous franchise titles five million mm-hmm. on day one, uh, which is halfway to what they need for a success, which is just stupid. But 
Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon also had some great sales. They're uh, now the Nintendo sales record, um, which was previously Pokemon X and Y, but they're up 85% on that at 3.75 million. That's copies. huge. It's 85%? It's massive. My lordy. Uh, and this is sort of in a climate at the moment where game sales aren't doing so well. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it's a bit of a shining star as opposed to the Titanfalls and yeah. the Watchdog 2s and the CODs that haven't really met mm. uh, backer expectations at this stage. Mm. Mm. The next one, which Indeed. will then bookend into the Game Awards, did you manage to capture the latest trailers for not only Mass Effect Andromeda... Prey and the second trailer for Death Stranding. Yep. What do you think? I've had that Death Stranding one on repeat for a while now. It's pretty pretty nuts. It doesn't mean anything. Fantastical. I've only seen Mm. the Death Stranding one. I haven't seen the other two. It looks like it's like a great trailer and whatever. It doesn't tell me anything about the game and doesn't really get me excited for the game at all. Other than the fact that it's going to, I'm hoping, will be a very cool story. But it, it like it. It makes you curious to figure oh, out hell, what yeah. the hell is going Absolutely. on. None of it makes sense. But then I'm like, ah, oh, well, fuck it. Yeah. At all. Doesn't Very really... Del Toro. Yeah. yeah. Very Del Toro. Yeah, so Del Toro makes an appearance in there holding some kind of baby in a pod. Yeah. Connects one of his uh, strands to said pod and baby comes alive, shows one eye, mm. mirroring the, the toy that's floating around. Mads Mikkelsen is in there looking like the main antagonist. He's just a dude these days. Looking badass. Though. Mads is just popping up in everything. Mads, Mads is the man. I'm, mm. I'm mad about Mads. Have you seen Hannibal? Yeah. Oh, have I seen <laughs> Hannibal? What is this? He invented watching Hannibal. <laughs> yeah. I did. Way back when. 2010, I think it first came out. I think that was the first TV show you ever recommended me. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just a boss. So I'm excited to see what they do with this. Um, so three pretty heavy hitters in this game now. So they've got obviously Norman Reedus as the lead. Mads is the antagonist, and then Glamo as a as a side mm. side ancillary based character, I guess, who's going to be dealing with Norman in some way to save babies. I don't know. I got that real, as you said. Was it Children Men? Is that the movie I was talking about? Yeah, you're before? talking about Children Men. That was a great. That's movie. my thought process, where maybe everyone has become infertile, and a lot of that vibe in there. This baby could be the key to saving humanity or something. Yeah, but there is like a definite what the fuck is going on feel to both that and the first trailer with Norman Reedus. Yeah. I remember trying to make sense of that first trailer where the baby vanishes and you just see its little handprints crawl away. Come on, mate. They're just dying. There's dead fish everywhere in the water. And then there was the. Was it five five or seven people floating in the sky in that first trailer, I remember? None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. And none of this might even be the game. Like, none of it could have anything to do with the game. That's what I mean. Hideo said in that first trailer that not all this has got anything to do with how this game's going to come out. There you go. There you go. It'll be, you know, a puzzle game. Yeah. So, Mass Effect Andromeda, I'm all in. That trailer was everything I was looking for. What? (laughs) Like, as if we were ever going to not be I know, I know. But I, I guess now I've seen... It was five minutes of gameplay. The combat looked awesome. The warp ability in that just looks like it's been improved. The environments look great. Traversing the environments in, in your spacecraft and your rover-based little machine. You see um, like Rex's Krogan sort of family lineage in there. Might not have anything to do with Rex, but there's a few Krogans running around. It looks great. Cannot wait. Comes out in March. That's what I'm doing from March through April. Just playing Mass Effect. Okay. And did you look at Prey? 
You see the Prey trailer? No. No. I didn't see it, but everyone was hypey about it on Twitter. Yeah, another sci-fi alien invasion type of thing. But there was this one part in it I just wanted to touch on where he's got this weapon. I can't remember what it's called, but it like clones a thing in the environment. Then you become said thing. Like he's trying to get through this little little um, letterbox-sized entry and he can't fit in. So he uses this weapon, scans a coffee cup, becomes the coffee cup, rolls through the area and then like morphs back into the normal character and then starts killing aliens more. Yeah, I think I saw that one snippet. Yeah. Weird. Which is an interesting little little thing to play on. You don't really see something like that in gaming. No, that's cool. Mm. But Prey looks good. The original was pretty Sounds fun. Like prop hunt. Prop hunt? Yeah, isn't that um, Gary's mod? Yeah, never mind. I don't know. I don't even know who Gary is, let alone his mods. <laughs> Some fella. Okay. It's a Minecraft thing. Oh, okay. No, no. <laughs> carry on. A lot. Carry on. <clears throat> like we're the old men of gaming. Like, <laughs> who's Gary? Were those two? Were those it's two guys from the Muppets? It's a game you find Steve called Gary's Modern, and you know, lets people mod That's things. That's the worst game, game I've ever anyway. played. Anyway, carry on, everyone. <laughs> Go on. So I'll quickly I rattle know, off. I know what it is. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'll rattle off the winners from the game awards that were announced on Friday. So the biggest one, game of the year, taken out by Overwatch. Opposite of what Sam said. Best game direction <laughs> was won by Blizzard for Overwatch. <laughs> Be- best when, you, when you make a game that's going to appeal to any idiot off the street, of course everyone's going to vote for it. Oof. You know what I mean? Best narrative, Uncharted 4 A Thief's End. Best art direction. Like, the Watcher's not going to get it. Best art direction, Inside What's by Play Dead. Totally deserved it. Great game. What? Great game. Inside. Uh. Best music, Sound Design, Doom by id Software and Bethesda. I'd agree. Best performance, Nolan North as Nathan Drake. Games for Impact, winner, That Dragon Cancer, which I think you've got to be in a pretty pretty particular mindset to try and tackle that game. It hits some some pretty emotional levels. Dealing. I think, yeah. You should experience it. Yeah. Whether you <clears throat> play it yourself or watch someone else play it, but... and. Don't watch it at work like I did. It's like two hours long, isn't it? It's very it's, short. It's, 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 yeah, it's not a long game mm. and it's not really a interactive as most games are. It is mostly like kind of following the story kind of yep. thing. But yep. I just I just think you should experience this man's story. His his speech when he won that award oh. ripped me apart. Well, ripped me apart or two pieces, as I was trying to say. It yeah. was, it's certainly something I think you have to either experience directly or indirectly, as Ali said watch someone play it through because it's tonally very 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 heavy yeah so that took out games for impact best independent game was inside by play dead so uh, a lot of us thought maybe firewatch or the witness might take that out but nope inside best mobile handheld for no surprise at all pokemon go took that one out best vr game was res infinite which beat out thumper job simulator eve valkyrie and batman arkham vr <clears throat> Best action game, Doom. So Doom beat out Overwatch, Gears of War 4, Titanfall 2, and Battlefield 1. Yeah, surprise. Best action adventure game was actually won by Dishonored 2. <coughs> Excuse me, which is a surprise. I thought Uncharted 4 would take that out, but Dishonored 2 came in. Best RPG, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Blood and Wine expansion. Suck it, you blokes. Best fighting game, Street Fighter 5. Best strategy game. Civilization Six. You guys Civ fans? Do you play Civ? No, nah. I don't like. It's a whole nother like. I don't like the whole world. like democracy part of it. It's Give so me Age expansive. of Empires. Mm. Yeah, 
I've, uh, I've never I've played the original one I or two And that's the last I'm one I've played not anywhere I'd, near intelligent enough I'd play it I, I haven't I played don't it think that I think we tried like, once And we just couldn't Not smart enough to play yeah. that We couldn't get a multiplayer going Because we had no clue no, What, no what everything mm. was But Yeah I would be interested To give it a crack mm. So best best family game Pokemon Go what? I guess I guess you'd go on walks With your family That's the only logic I can see in it <clears throat> Best sports racing game Forza Horizon 3 Set right here in Australia Best multiplayer was uh, Overwatch. I know Sam's happy to hear that. Most anticipated game for this coming calendar year was won by The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm. Yep, I can see that. Mm. What a stupid award. Yeah. Most anticipated yeah. game. Mm. But it doesn't Most even make sense. Most anticipated fart. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of. It's is it really the most anticipated game? And how do you? Why is that an award? Yeah, how do you measure that? the anticipation? Like yeah. obviously from a vote, but the like, I'm really hyped. Mm. I'm really hyped up I'm right so now. So excited! Trending game was that Boogie Two Nine Double Eight. Have you seen him? Very large man from America. Has oh some yeah, pretty interesting yeah, yeah. hot takes. Very yeah. passionate. Very passionate guy. Best esports player was Cold Zero, uh, who is Marcelo David, who plays uh, CS:GO. Best esports team was uh, Cloud9. Best esports game, Overwatch. Overwatch is running wild up mm. in here. And that is the end of the winners for the Game Awards 2016. No real surprises. Overwatch just ran away with it mm. to the disdain of Sam. But yeah, it just shows that it was just a fresh take. what the world wanted. I gonna, love it. Are we going to talk about the human-sized razor? No, didn't anyone watch it? No, watch the, sh- <laughs> the Hydra Shik Razor guy. No, no, nah, right. you'll have to tell us about it. Oh uh, yeah, just wa- <clears throat> watch the rerun, and it's awkward as fuck. What? So he's a dude dressed as a giant it's, it's, shaving razor. It's a razor, like obviously they're sponsored by them. Mm. But um, it was this guy. He kind of looked like a Power Ranger Transformer thing, and they kept on interacting with him. But it's awkward. Wow, I missed mm. that. Yeah. I only saw sort of the right the yeah. highlights parts. A couple of quick new releases coming out this week. December the 6th, Dead Rising 4 on the X-Bone, The Last Guardian on PS4, December the 7th, and the last one is The Dwarves on Xbox One on December the 8th. So it's that time of year, it's getting lean, getting mean. Well, we had some good releases in the past month, so... Yeah, there's more than enough games here to keep people busy for the next three months, four yeah. months. Easy. Yeah, for sure. Easy. Right in time for South Park, for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, for Resident Evil, Mass Effect, all that fun stuff. We'll jump into our iTunes review. We will jump into we our will. iTunes review. Right now. iTunes review of the week. Before we, Look at that. Before we do this, because <clears throat> this is, uh, we've been doing this for a few weeks now. Yes. Is the idea that we take on any constructive criticism and discuss it as a group? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to get, get the just, voices out there I for people talk, that mate. take the time I don't really to. Think uh, too much. As you can probably tell. (laughs) All right, go, mate. So this one comes into us from Kenneth Kearns from the US. It's Kearns. It's Kearns from the US. Tagline, Australian gaming goodness, five stars out of five stars. Kenny with the goods. Kenny coming up with the goods. Stumbled onto the Hungry Gamers via New and Noteworthy. Somehow we're still at the top of that thing. I thought New and Noteworthy only lasted for eight weeks. It's just because we're fucking legends. (laughs) The whole thing. So like. at first we were n- new, but now, now we're noteworthy. I'm guessing so. That's, that's a good way to look at we, it. Really? Oh, we're in the cleft notes. Mate, look at the results. They don't lie. Mm. 
So, stumbled upon the Hungry Gamers via New and Noteworthy. I listen to multiple gaming podcasts, and these guys keep me entertained every week. Good discussion and insight and a few laughs. Stay hungry. Yeah. Thanks, Kenneth Kearns. Thanks, Kenneth. Thanks, you legend. Nice Mad shape. dog. Just mm. absolute boss review. Thank you for that. Mm. So, I'll keep them coming. I'll see if I can find any uh, more critique based reviews for yeah, next week. That'd be fun. We like to keep it honest. We're no. transparent out here. We need something to talk about. Oh, especially with the news at the moment. There's not much doing out there in the world of gaming. Apparently not. This time of year. Anyway. I think that's a show. Is that a, is that a Festivus? Happy Festivus. Happy, Happy Festivus. Festivus. The rest of us. And I think the next couple of shows... going to be some great. Other, yeah, we've got some other stuff We've got up. Game of the Year. Yep. Not next week, but the week after. So we will dive into our personal takes on what we think of Game of the Year. We might come up with a few categories. We will be going to see... Well, I will be going to see Dan Harmon on that day. Oh, that's right. And that night, too, we've got a little little soiree. We do? Yes. Yes, we do. On that Saturday night. So we're on the cans on Saturday night. Well, I will be at Bingefest, so... The whole time? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> see you another time. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday night, too. The start of my holidays. Really? It yeah. is Christmas coming up. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, anyway. Game of the year coming up in a couple of weeks. Kerbo will be at Binge Fest, but we'll be here. We'll be drinking. Cool. Always drinking. Always drinking. Always drinking. Always hungry. <laughs> Mate, got a little bit drunk on that Kerbo quest. Oh I can't wait to God. release that. A little. <laughs> Dwarven fight juice. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit. Be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs. Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls. <laughs>